Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. The Daily Compliance News for May 5, 2021, the Shareholders Against Greed edition. And we begin with that story where shareholders uh, rejected companies' executive compensation plans for CEOs at General Electric and AT&T, the latest companies to be rebuked by investors over how they paid leaders during the pandemic. GE was perhaps the most egregious after laying off literally thousands of employees and rejiggering the bonus formula so that the CEO uh, was to receive a $47 million bonus payment. Obviously, that is uh, so far uh, beyond the pale that even the shareholders of GE, you have to wonder when companies will finally uh, wake up and stop giving such obscene amounts of money for CEOs who simply fire people, particularly during a pandemic. Uh, Next up, from the Wall Street Journal, uh, Risk and Compliance Journal, Dominic Chopping reporting, DNB is to be fined $48.1 million for anti-money laundering inadequacies. Uh, The Norway's Financial Supervisory Authority, whose name I won't even try to pronounce, has imposed the fine. Norway's largest lender said back in December, that the fine was a possibility. The report published in Norwegian uh, showed that uh, Icelandic fishing companies, of all entities, had been accused of money laundering and corruption. DNB acknowledged its shortcomings related to customer due diligence, but said it had done a great deal of work reviewing the customer portfolio since the case. Yeah, I'm sure that's true, too. At any rate, DNB... uh, to uh, pay a big fine now. Uh, next up, uh, from Dylan Tokar, also in the Wall Street Journal Risk and Compliance Journal, uh, companies are now showing their commitment to sustainability, uh, relying more on the work of compliance professionals. This is something I've been talking about for quite some time, that um, compliance needs to get out ahead of that and has done so. Uh, some company executives have been tapped to manage these programs, and uh, that's certainly a welcome Um, uh, development over the past years. ESG has become sort of the mountaintop and clearly compliance is the most suited function uh, in the company to uh, lead this effort even more than legal. It's a cross-functional effort, but it shows how compliance literally works to solve problems, not simply uh, to protect the company. And we end with the always great uh, Andrew Miller on uh, management column in the Financial Times, where he asked why disgraced CEOs uh, don't fall as far or as hard as anyone else. And I know this is an audio podcast, so uh, you can't see my uh, shocked, shocked face. Nevertheless, um, when CEOs fall, uh, they have a very cushy landing, and then uh, they usually can uh, make a comeback pretty easily unless there have been... um, uh, criminally uh, sanctioned. Tony Hayward, for instance, who was humiliated 
literally, as BP's chief executive after Deepwater Horizon became the head of his own company and the chairperson of Glencore, the commodities trading group. So uh, CEOs are treated differently. Uh, Unfortunately, they're paid differently, as we learned from the lead story in this article, or rather this edition of the Daily Compliance News, but perhaps that will change at some point. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.